Hello, boys and ghouls. Cat here. Welcome back to our Behind the Screams series where we're exploring the world of fear, shock, and horror by talking to tastemakers in the genre. I recently talked to Mark Allen Michaels, writer-director of the new film The Fiancé, which hits VOD and DVD November 15th, which is today if you're listening to this the day it drops. It's an action horror film with a little bit of Sasquatch thrown in there for good measure and stars Carrie Keegan. Take a listen as Mark and I discuss all things horror and what it was like getting his movie made. Hi, Mark. Hello, Kat. How are you doing? Actually, quite good. How good, are you? Good, good, good. I'm just great because I'm sitting here with you, uh, and we're here to talk about all kinds of stuff. Love I hope it. you're ready for a lot of questions because I, I did some digging. I can't find a ton about you. Good. So we're gonna. Oh, uh oh. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna get a, some stuff down on on tape. So uh, don't admit anything you wouldn't want your you know anyone in the world to know. Okay, so you uh, just wrote and directed, I say just, we all know how yes. long movies take to make, so you've obviously been working on this for a long time, right. but um, a brand new movie that's going to be hitting um, DVD and VOD, right? Yes. On November 15th. Yes. Uh, and I'm not sure exactly when we're going to drop this, so it's either today, if people are listening to it, you know, if we just said drop it on the day, or maybe we'll do it slightly before, but uh, regardless, as we're speaking, people can now or soon stream yes. or purchase your movie, The Fiancé, which you wrote and directed. Yes. And which I got to see a little early. I'm glad. That's a little benefit of um, getting getting a little <laughs> sneaky peek. Um, so, uh, we're going to talk about that. But first, uh, I like to ask people who come on this podcast a couple of questions about their relationship to horror. I feel like it's a good way to kind of break the ice and get to know you. Okay. So... What scared you as a child, and what was your first introduction to horror? Do you remember? Uh, I think scared me as a child. I think walking home when I was young, uh, there were times when I'd see a bush or something. It was not a bush <laughs> in my imagination. It was actually something that was going to get me. Huh. And I'm not sure why, but yeah, it scared me to death. Okay, so, all right. That was my so first. So the unknown walking the around. The un, yeah. unknown. What was your, so so? do you remember seeing something either on television or catching a movie? Or even, you know, I've talked to people before who, for whom maybe it was even like listening to, like maybe they were outside the door not allowed to watch a certain movie, but they heard, uh, or even a radio show, like anything. What was your first thing that you were like, wow, this is what horror is and I'm scared of it or I love it? I have to tell you, it was none of those. <laughs> it was uh, someone told me, go read The Exorcist. William and, Peter Blatty, right? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, so I grabbed one of the old, old, uh, you know, paperbacks and I started probably at 11 o'clock at night, finished at 3 in the morning, I was terrified. Oh my goodness! Possession, you know, losing your will, losing your control, terrified me. Yeah. So then I went out and grabbed the film, everything. You know. I love that you started with a book. That's fantastic. Do yeah. you find that um, books still give you that kind of charge uh, that that movies do, or is it's just can you you know what's your what's your feeling about that now? Do you read a lot? 
I read a lot, but no. Uh, also, when I was a kid, the greatest thing in the world for me, Saturday morning, first thing, by myself, I go to the movie theaters. And when that screen is black and you're waiting for something, it's so great because you think it's going to be, oh my God, it could be anything. You know, so most of the time it wasn't. But man, when something hit, you loved it. Yeah. You know? you, what your mind anticipates loved can often it. be. Yeah, yeah. And I escaped there. So yeah. movies to me, escapist. I love, love that. It. What scares you now? People. No. Actually. That's uh, a perfectly valid answer. <laughs> right. I think um, being chased, uh, buried alive in a coffin, uh, possession. Uh-huh. Yeah, those three. Are you watching the new Exorcist, the TV no, show? No, I'm going to catch that. I have I've to heard tell some you, good it's things. fantastic. Oh, fantastic. I'm a huge fan of it. I think, uh, and I, uh, sadly, I've read a lot of horror novels. I have not read The Exorcist, but it's on my, it's top of my list now because of the show. Just because I'm like, after all this time, and the movie scared me oh, as, a, as a child, yes. big time. But the show is really, uh, it, it just, it's, it's its own thing, but it still feels scary in that way I of love like, that because yeah. Because most of remakes or most of the time, they do not pop. Yeah. So. I feel like it does. Um, I, love it. I don't know if I'll that's a, I think most people are into it, and I, I definitely I love am. It. Uh, what's your favorite horror movie of all time? I've, I've got many. Yeah. Do you see High Tension? I haven't. That's one of the, oh, that's a French yeah. extreme. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was wild. Uh, okay. Split personality. It's great. Yeah. Um, You know, I, I like the classics too. Like, uh, you know, everything. Well, the first art horror film, I think, was Alien. Sure. And then Jaws, 28 Days Later, I love. Three yeah. Days of Night, I love. Uh, a Dark City, I love. Uh, oh, the Russian films, you know, sure. um, Night Watch, Day Watch. Those were, you I love, let the right one in. Yes. Loved oh, it. gosh. Oh, I love that. The so original one. I'm, I can tell. Yeah, I know. I've seen, I, I don't know if I saw the American remake, but I was like, I don't think I need to. You don't. Right. No. Because it's, yeah. Oh, the it was original so, is amazing. Oh, so good. So I know there's, there's definitely some like kind of arty, subtle choices in there from you, but I also hear that you like, you like these action packed, which like makes action. sense based on uh, the yeah. fiance and yeah. what, what I saw. Uh, the trailer for your for your other film we'll talk about in a minute um yeah i like knowing that okay uh what do you think is i mean this is kind of similar to that question what do you think is the scariest movie of all time for you what scared you more than anything movie wise was it the exorcist was it no i'll tell you the i think the scariest moment for me in film and it's crazy i'm gonna say this but was the girl in the water and jaws in the <sighs> opening you cannot do anything as good as that. There was nothing there. It was all in your imagination. Yeah. I loved it. And you, and you thought she was going to get away a moment when yeah. she grabbed onto the buoy. Yeah. I just love that. I think that's so essential. That feeling of like maybe that person's going to get away. Exactly. Because then it hurts it. all the more when it, they That's die. right. Ugh. It really builds it. That's a good answer. Uh, there are no wrong answers, but I like that answer. <laughs> Uh, what's your okay? We've kind of touched on that. What's your favorite subgenre of horror? Do you like slashers? Do you like you know virus? Oh. I'm I'm big on. I think the next big thing for us to worry about is a virus. I could not agree more. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Well, I, all think, the um you know antibiotic resistant bacteria and stuff. Absolutely terrifying. I can't read about it. It's too scary. It, I'm telling you, something's gonna break, and we're all gonna be running. Did you ever see a movie that came out a couple years ago called Antiviral? 
I think you might really like it. um, So it's not it's not the kind of like outbreak movie Mm -hmm. necessarily, but it is about um, it's in the not so distant future. And um, our protagonist works for a company. You're looking. Yeah, you you remember where and if you're listening and you haven't seen this movie, the the company um, clones. Uh, diseases that celebrity like colds and flus that celebrities have had so when a celebrity has a disease someone will go like swab or a cold I mean I say disease but a cold Um, you know so Scarlett Johansson has a cold theoretically and you go they go swab her mouth and then you get to have her cold exactly Um, so good right cat you got it have you seen Wreck 4 no I haven't it's it's horrible to admit I haven't seen any of the Wreck movies which is this is the only one to see REC4. Oh my gosh. And uh, it is the perfect film humor action. Yeah. It's just bloody. It's great. Oh, that's it's so great. Fun. You got to see Rick Floyd if you're love, worried about virus. I love the virus stuff, but I have a. Like, I mean, one of the movies that scared me the most as a kid, not even really a horror movie, was um, Outbreak. Oh, yes. Because, you know, there's just something about mm-hmm. oh, like it's very, it. It really know. gets to me in a way that's, like, not fun. But you're telling me Rec 4 is fun. Well, it's just because you can see how the reality can yeah. happen any day. You know, oh, God. That's what's scary. Favorite sequel? Rec 4? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, I guess so, yes. Uh, uh, there's a few of those. Uh, aliens. I loved Alien the best. Alien second, and the rest I don't sure. care. Uh, I have to tell you, I'm a Riddick guy. Oh, I yeah. love Chronicles of Riddick. Oh my god! My dad loves those movies, and so I've watched uh, all of them with yeah. him. He's like, next one's ready. Oh, Let's know, watch it. And so, and they are. I'm not sure I otherwise would have sought them out, but they are really excellent. I love they're really it. fun. I, they're fun. Yeah. And there's what else is there? Oh, okay. It's not really a franchise. It's the remakes. Um, I love the old thing. You know, the oh, yeah. thing, the real old one. Then, of course, Carpenter's was the best by far. And then yeah. the, even this last one was watchable, but yeah. it wasn't on par with I didn't the mind it. No, not That's on right. par with That's the That's exactly stuff. the way I looked and at you know it. what really pained me was in this, uh, in the uh, the thing assimilation, the one you're talking about, the newer one, there, there's some behind the scenes stuff where they talk about how all the prop, the, the, the special effects guys had all of this amazing practical stuff ready. And the studio fought back against them and forced them to make oh, like a no. lot of it digital. And the practical stuff they had is disturbingly always good. Practical. Yeah. Always practical. Always, always. If you the can best. go with practical, by far the yeah. best. Um, yeah, there was some stomach turning stuff in your movie that we'll get to. Uh, speaking of which, <laughs> um, favorite favorite franchise. Uh, it's not horror. That's fine. It's the spaghetti western. Oh. I wa- I watch those and rewatch them. I bought them. You know, it's the few dollars more, fistful of dollars, and uh, the good, the bad, the ugly, which sure. I consider the best western ever made. Yeah. So. Well, I think there's, you know, I, I I ask all these questions about horror movies because, of course, that's what we're here to talk about. But there are uh, everything about our experiences um, as fans of of pop culture and movies informs what we create and what we like and so and and you know westerns have such you know you've got these great characters i want to make a horror western oh yeah and i'll tell you did you see uh bone tomahawk yes that was pretty good yeah and they could have done more but sure you've got i think we're ripe for a western there's yes there's a lot of material to kind of mine there uh favorite director oh wow no question, Hitchcock. Ooh, yeah. He could make, if that guy just made horror, we'd all be scared to death. Yeah. Uh, Ridley Scott, love. And uh, I'll tell you who else I think should make a horror film. Guy Ritchie. Mm. 
I think he's one of the best directors working, and wow, would he put something together. But I wonder if that's, directors. you know, I wonder if that's something he would uh, he would want to do but feels like he can't, or if it's just, it's oh, not interesting no to him. Yeah, probably no way. I mean, yeah. you know, he's being pushed into all those huge budget, you know. Sure, sure. He's never coming back. Right. <laughs> Um, I find that so interesting when people kind of go into, it makes me think, you know, I think about James Wan who just did, who just directed Fast and Furious 7. Exactly. And, you know, I don't think, I feel, look, in my heart of hearts, I, I hope and pray and, and I, I can only imagine he'll never really fully leave horror because no, he loves it. He it's like in, right. in his bones, but Fast and Furious 7 was amazing. <laughs> he did a great job. Uh, and I, and I want him to reach whatever potential he exactly. wants to and whatever he's led to. Favorite bad guy. Happy Danny Houston, uh, 30 Days of Night. Okay. I thought nice. he was great. Hardest? Also, yeah. Alien. Oh, The mother alien sure. against Sigourney Weaver. Sure. Great. Look at that crazy bitch. Oh, yeah, I love that line. So good. Best line in film. Oh, yeah. Uh, get away from her, you bitch. Yeah. Um, okay, what's the hardest kill for you to watch in a horror movie? What made you look away? I just watched, okay. I just watched Baskin the other night. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. That was, uh-huh. I'll tell you, it went completely where I didn't think it was going. Because mm-hmm. the first half hour, I thought it was going to be a, much more of a mystery. But boy, it just They dropped. pull the rug out yeah, from under you in that one, it, right? And you're just going, whoa. Yeah, I, I had to turn away a couple I of times I saw there. that in, uh, in, you know, it's hard because I, I'm such a... I'm such a fan and a proponent of that movie, that theater-going experience. And I want to see things on the big screen. But there are some things that, you know, while I was watching Baskin, I saw it at Cinefamily... Um, before it hit VOD, and I was, I was, um, uh, I can't tell you how many times I wanted oh. to get my ass up and walk oh, yeah. out of that theater, That's but, right. and I didn't, I but I wanted to because it was so just oh. stressful oh, on a level where I was like, what oh, am I yeah. looking at? And, and you knew it was going. Uh, absolutely. You know. I was just like, well, there's, there were a couple moments during Baskin where I was like, well, they went there, so there's absolutely nothing they won't <laughs> That's do. That's true. That's true. Um, and then, and then just recently I watched, um, Cannibal Holocaust for the first time. <laughs> Like an idiot. But at least I watched that at home where I could just be like, I'm going to take a break from this for about six hours and maybe come back to it because I can't. Uh, if you could live in any town in a horror movie, what town would it be? Oh, that's a hard one. Um, <laughs> oh, please. No, I'd live at the beach resort in Jaws. <laughs> Amity Island. Yeah, there you go. It does look like I just a nice won't go in the water. Right, right, right. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, and this is kind of going to transition us into talking about you and about your movies. What do you get out of horror uh, genre movies? Um, you know, sci-fi. This kind of this kind of genre stuff. Freedom. What, what does it do? No for limit. You? Yeah. Uh, you're allowed to go wherever you want to go. There's no limit. There's no rules. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. You know, like if you're making a straight ahead drama, you got rules. Yeah. So totally. Yeah, that's it. So I just watched your movie, The Fiance, which again we'll say it hits VOD and it hits DVD on uh, November fifteenth. So. How did this come about? Uh, it, you know, how did you get the idea for this movie? What was the process like making it go? Oh. <laughs> <I> <laughs> just start it. talking. Yeah, just start talking. All right. Uh, having a pity party for one, late at night, drinking scotch, listening to the radio. And uh, they were talking about Bigfoot. And, you know, I was listening. And then they played some Bigfoot sounds, you know, and they were just ridiculous. And then they hit one. The hair stood up. What were you listening to? I was can't this remember. like coast to yeah. coast or something? Yeah, One was, of those yeah, late night conspiracy yeah, you know, tinfoil hat. Exactly. I love that stuff. I love it. And so I rolled out of bed next morning. Four weeks later, I had a script. Four weeks after that, I had the budget. 
four weeks after that, we were shooting. Amazing. Yeah. And I had, had you ever written, gotten something produced, directed before? Yes. Okay. I was about oh, to yeah. say, because that sounds a little bit too much. You already no. knew the score a oh, little. Oh, yeah. When you knew I was where to go younger, for I made a film, and I didn't have complete freedom. It was pretty, it was a tough experience. And then I made a micro-budget art film that was, I still love, but it's, there's no commerciality in it. Mm-hmm. So then I took a long break. And like I said, it was like, I wasn't even thinking making a movie. I was writing. I wrote, I've got tons of scripts. Yeah. And um, the Bigfoot came out. Yeah. 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 Uh, but we should we should say, uh, without saying too much, this is not, uh, this isn't a creature feature, no. purely. No. Uh, so It's so, a mashup. It's, yeah, yeah. It yeah. really is. It's kind uh, of crazy. Yeah. I don't, I'm, you know... Even my new one, it's not straight ahead. Yeah, I can tell. Yeah, uh, from just I, from the I'm not the, Yeah, I like uh, I like a story. I like you know uh, I like to be interested myself. Yeah. And, well, and speaking of which, do you want to give us kind of the log line of the fiance? You'll probably do a better job than I will. Uh, let me see. Uh, <laughs> a beautiful bride to be mm-hmm. is bitten by the legendary uh, creature Bigfoot. And she becomes something that wants to break off her engagement and break her fiance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I, there's, there's, you know, your 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 protagonist um, spends time, uh, kind of in in this like mountain cabin, waiting for her, yes. fantasizing about like what a romantic evening they're going to have, exactly. and then and then it winds up um, not completely because there are a lot of flashbacks, but the the portion of the film where he's battling this creature that she's become it kind of plays like a one room like drama you know action thing where he is just besieged by uh and we should say carrie keegan plays uh phenomenal (laughs) what's crazy i mean i've been i've been following her for a while I knew who she, when Stacy, uh, one of your producers approached me about, you know, getting you to come on this show, uh, I looked it up and I was like, oh, wow, Carrie Keegan's in this. And uh, it's, it is like wild to me. What a great combination she is of like, she's so beautiful and charming and like electric and you can't take your eyes off of her. But she's also really willing to get dirty and oh. ugly and like vicious and get thrown all over the place. 20% commitment. She is by far yeah. the most committed actress I've ever worked with. She yeah. is wild, and she's extremely talented. Yeah, well, there, and there's just something horror fans like, I think, about a, about a gorgeous woman oh, yes. who is, like, willing to go yes. there. Because there's, there's something, isn't there just, like, it's sick, but there's something about seeing something so beautiful just defiled. Exactly. Just totally ruined. She loves it. Yeah. She loves it. <laughs> she In fact, she tell. loves it more than the other part. Yeah. She loves it. Yeah, I believe it. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's it, was, awesome. it was like... Uh, I remember when uh, uh, I sent her the script, and she was like two pages in. And she goes, "I get to play a monster." I'm in. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. I feel the same way. That's right. it's so fun. Yeah. Uh, so, but the the you know the story. The, so that's like at core. You know, it's you've got a you've got a man who is in love. He's not a simple man. He's no. a man who's got a you know a long history of uh, dirty dealings, right. and there's you know. Um, and of course, you know she's not this pure thing either, really. No. Ultimately, because no. as you find out through flashbacks, her dad has like ties to this mob and this yes. whole thing. So that's where we bring in like the weird, like high crime aspect of this, yes. um, which is fun. It's a fun mashup, and you get to like you know whenever people get to like have guns and look like badasses. <laughs> um, 
and it's and it's a it's such a strange but interesting combination there between those two things and i it really it makes me think because i also watched the trailer for the movie i think you just came here from editing you're yes. so you're working on mm-hmm. it right now called valentine right. days uh-huh. with, with a, a z, z. Uh, Z for zombie, um, which looks really fun. But but even from the trailer for that, I, I, it feels like both of these movies, both the fiance and Valentine Days, have have something to say about this. Um, and I want you to talk about it. The, the juxtaposition of an elite kind of like maybe rich mobby kind of thing, and then and then like love, which yeah. is the purest of like human emotions, right? Like it doesn't yeah. get more down to earth than no. that. I think every film that I would make has to have a love story. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that's essential because that's what moves everything forward. And if you have something at risk like that, I think it heightens the the, uh, intensity. Yeah. So I love that part. And yes, and once again, I worked on The Fiancé. I got a nice core of cast and crew brought the same cast and crew core with me on Valentine Days and it it's uh Carrie Keegan again is just yeah. fantastic. Yeah. It works real well. I'm- I think you know, I people uh, I think I've heard a lot of bitterness in this industry from people who are like, well, everybody, you know, just gives roles to people they like and blah blah but I think first of all I would argue that that happens in every industry that you know if you're working in sales for a pharmaceutical company if if someone if if you know and trust someone or you want to give someone an opportunity then you're going to bring them onto your team but more than that I think it has to do with when you especially when you've worked with people before and you find that they work because you can deal with people who who just are not fun to work with when you can have a crew and a cast that really shows up to work and they're ready to go you are so Right. Yeah. Uh, the big thing about when I make a movie, I'm quick. One, two, three takes, we're gone. Mm-hmm. And I don't want anyone sitting around saying, oh, I need another take to. No, you cast them so that they are right there, ready, and their essence is there. Meaning, even if the what? Even if the line's not there. The essence of that person's there, and right. you got it. And you can the, move on. It's the truth. It's that exactly. You're saying. Yeah. And I really liked your direction in this movie. Oh, I was, you. I was really. Pr- it looks beautiful. There's, uh, there, there's a lot of great camera work, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's really, <laughs> it's really confident. Okay, yeah. Yeah, really. Yeah, and I'll tell you one thing in that film: smoke. You have <laughs> to have a smoke machine. I, uh, the one thing I can't stand is a video film, and boy, we can get texture from the smoke. Right. Um, on Valentine Days, we actually stepped up the camera, and it's really, you know, uh, playing real nicely right now. Right. So, but the fiance I'm real proud of, and Valentine Days I'm sure I'll be proud of too. And you, finish. and so in both of these films, I mean, I, I can only tell from the trailer for Valentine Days, but the fiance is, uh, it gets pretty brutal, gore wise. Which I wasn't expecting because, which which also just helps bring it back to, I think it still tips more toward horror than like action, even though there's plenty of that. Um, there was some stuff in there that I was like, what is happening? And I was like, it's again, I've put myself in a situation where I'm like, well, I can't look away because I need to be able to talk about this movie. So I have to watch every second of it. So I'm like holding my eyes open. Um, well, that's good. I love but it. you're, so obviously you're a fan of like, what, why, why did it, why was it important? By the way, the gore is fun. It's yes, so fun exactly. to watch, especially because like the yes, it just plays really real. But what what was important for you about about really like 
sitting with that and letting people see how injured someone is. Oh, I, I'll tell you, the script, uh, there's, there are, there's hardly any humor in the script. This is just a brutal script. Yeah. But once we got there, and I noticed out of the situations, you know, you'd notice the crew laughing. And it was that nervous laugh. Yeah. You're not supposed to laugh at this, but they laugh. And you yeah. go, yeah, it is kind of funny. Yeah. And you, as we were editing, we knew it was getting more funny. And so it just kind of it was an organic process. It's tension relief yeah, exactly. in many ways, right? Tension relief. You know? That's right. You, it's just that, that stuff, like, you, it, it's comedy and horror. I, I've heard I argued it. many times. It's, it's um, two sides of the same coin. Exactly. And so you, it's a, there's a buildup, and then you kind of need to, like, laugh about something. And when, when something's that ridiculous. Yeah, is sure. the perfect comedy horror film. They had so much comedy in that. Yeah. And again, the love in it. Oh, it's a family drama. It's, exactly. Like it's so it's, like, intensely. Oh, yeah, you that's feel why for these you people. were in it. Yeah. But the comedy is just wonderful. Definitely. So I love comedy now that, you know, so yeah. I made sure Valentine's Day's had some. So you said you've been, you know, you've been writing scripts for a long time. There's this, there's this thing going on in this, the movie industry in general, which is that it seems to me that movies are being made for like, millions and millions and millions of huge budget movies or they're being made for nothing at all and there's not a lot of in between right now um and it seems like that's tough for somebody trying to make movies but um do you find that it's also um a blessing in disguise as far as well if you've got to pull your your shit together from from somewhere and you just got to pull the money together and the people but at least you have creative control exactly. if you're not dealing with a studio the biggest thing I'll tell you, I think, I think any filmmaker would say, I want control. I mean, from casting to editing to music to everything. So posters, I don't care. Yeah. But it's... And you've it, got a great poster for the oh, fiancé. Yeah. 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 It's great. Now, that uh, IndyCam Pictures came up with that poster. Cool. Um, and uh, is this the one with the ring? Oh, I'm thinking of uh, there's a big creature on it. There's a big. Oh yeah, big that's foot. a that was it's ours. Like a, we came up and, and then all... we got a new one. Oh cool, which is just as good. And they've got a a big claw and it's a diamond ring bling, oh, well. and it says love hurts. Cute. It's it's cute. That's so it fun. captures what we're trying to say. Sure. But yeah, I love. Um, yeah, you're right. I don't think there's a sweet spot. I think I think Blumhouse has probably hit it many, many, many times. Uh, they make films. You know what? One to ten million. Yeah, uh, that's a really nice sweet spot to be in. But uh, most of us work under that, and then there are lucky few that work over it. Yeah. So, but it is you know and it is what it is. You're making it happen. Oh yeah, you know. it's what it is. And I think there's a there's room as yeah. long as you make something that people want to see and something that's creative and something that speaks to you. I think I think you'll come out okay. Are you a person who watches a lot of trailers? Like, are you love excited? trailers? You do. Okay. I'm a big trailer guy. Great, because you've got. I mean, both the the the, the I the, I watched the trailer for Valentine's Day, and I was like, well, that's that that trailer feels like what the fiance feels like, and I'm uh-huh. like, so you're obviously you've got a brand uh-huh. like of what you like to yes. do and what you're putting out there, and the trailer for Valentine's Day is like crazy, and even. Obvious. Okay, it's making sense that you love trailers because you sent the trailer to me, the link to the trailer, and you were like, make sure you watch it full screen with the volume up. Yes. Like, you you know, it's meant to be an experience. You're wanting to rope exactly. people in. I feel like, you know, I, I feel like that's that doesn't seem like it's doing a disservice to your films. But a lot of straight horror movies, and I want, I want to know your thoughts on this, 
I, I these days I I'm trying really hard. If it's a movie I I think I'm probably gonna see because I like who's making it or I've heard the concept, I try not to watch. The tri- these are the bigger oh, studio films sure, sure. because I'm because I feel like that they show you everything that's going to happen well, in the movie. Well, that's I think uh, exactly. I think the problem is what did I watch the other night? And it was a trailer. It went on forever. Yeah. And I go no. Yeah. Uh, actually, I guess it's a rule of thumb that if a trailer's long, the film's bad. Really, <laughs> right. they're trying to sell you and resell you yeah. in that. Two minutes, three minutes. It's crazy. Right. Our trailer, first trailer is a minute and a half. This last one's a minute. Wow. And I think that's the perfect, for me, it's a sweet spot. Sure. Well, and they say, like, when you're making, if you're, as an actor, if you're, like, pulling together your reel, they're like, you better hook them in the first, like, 10 or 15 exactly. seconds, because if not, they're that's turning right. it off. Exactly. But, you know, it's it's tough, because it's, it's like, where's that balance between giving people enough to make them want to come see it, but not do, giving them so much that... They, you know, they feel like they've seen the whole movie. At the same time, I do also think there's nothing in a trailer that can really approximate the whole experience of, like, seeing a film. Exactly. You know, and again, for me, if you make the trailer quick enough, they're not going to remember it. Sure. And they're going to say, wait a minute, what did I see? Right. You know. But then they're going to go, but I feel like I, I should see I, that. That's right. So when do you think you'll be done with Valentine's Days? When are Eight you to looking? ten weeks. Okay. All right. Uh, have it all Locked Ready up. for Valentine's oh, Day? Oh yeah, it'd yeah. be all locked up. Good so. times. Yeah. All right. Well, um, so and we should we should talk briefly about uh, Stacey Lane Wilson. She contacted me. She's a producer of this yes. film um, and of Valentine's Day, yes, right? Yes, she is. And she um, she's so sweet, and it meant so much to me for her to reach out to me. She's like, I like your podcast. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> because I've been following her on on Twitter for a while, and I was like, I can't. And we have mutual sort of acquaintances, and I just I was like, how do to find well, out anyone's like even paying attention is wonderful. And well, I love Carrie that. Keegan came from uh, Stacy, okay, which was Carrie was in her film uh, Fetish Factory, which should be released soon. So that sounds like a fun oh, yeah. movie. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> so uh, that's where we got uh, where I got to meet Carrie from, and that's awesome. it turned out great. And you feel like you hit the lottery with her, oh, huh? The lottery, yeah. And oh, you yeah. and Stacy's great to work with. Oh, I mean, it sounds like perfect. She's, she's, she's really a mover and a oh, shaker. No. Stacy's fantastic yeah. what she does awesome well we look forward to uh checking out the fiance on november 15th Please. and we'll um i'm i will be following up and seeing seeing uh seeing when valentine days oh, comes out and i'll let you know too yeah. i'll be checking with you saying hey let me come on awesome that sounds good thank you so much mark thank you Kat. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Behind the Screams. If you're interested in checking out The Fiancé, you can stream it right now. We'll be back at you probably after the first of the year with another great Behind the Screams interview. Until then, and as always, beware the moon.